I know what it's like to experience brain fog, fatigue, pain, and inflammation throughout the day. If you struggle with health issues, I know that you just want to feel better. And that's why I created this guide just for you. Four steps to find the root cause of your symptoms. It will help you to feel your best and take charge of your health. To grab this free guide, all you have to do is join my email list. Simply click on the link in the show notes or go to herholistichealing.com and click on freebie. Hey friend, on this very first episode of Her Holistic Healing, I share four lessons that we can learn from the Bible about health and healing. I just want to say right off the bat what I say in this episode and every other episode. It is not meant to be personal medical advice. I'm not a theologian. I am not perfect. So please pray about what I say. Test everything that I say. I hope that you will give me grace along the way as I am not a professional speaker by any means. I started this podcast because God has just shown me so much about health and I want to share it with you because I know that some of you out there just want to feel better and it's my prayer and hope that I can give you some practical tips to help you feel better. I also want to share just what God has done in my life, just how amazing God is when I'm learning about Holy Spirit, when I'm learning about Jesus through the Bible. I want to be a voice out there that talks about just how amazing God is. I think that we need more voices out there that talk about how amazing God is. And so that's why I started this podcast. So as I said, I hope that you will give me grace along the way. With all that being said, let's start the show. Welcome to Her Holistic Healing. I'm Alexandra. I love Jesus. I'm a wife and mom of three kids, and I'm also a nurse with years of experience in clinical research. When I experienced ongoing health symptoms, I searched for sustainable remedies. I am so grateful that God showed me that He is the source of true healing. In this podcast, you will learn holistic health solutions, Bible truths, and inspiration to live out God's calling in your life. If you are feeling tired, frustrated, and overwhelmed by your health symptoms, then this is the podcast for you. So go ahead and brew some herbal tea. Let's take a break from the mind-numbing humdrum busyness. Let's rest and let God be our healer and helper. Hi friend, welcome to the very first episode of Her Holistic Healing. I just want to dive right in and tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a wife, I'm a mom of three kids, their ages right now, three, six, and nine. Right now, I'm also a homeschool mom and a working mom. As far as my spiritual life is concerned, I grew up in the church going to Bible camp, memorizing verses, and all of those types of things. As far as my professional life is concerned, I was a nurse for a bit, but most of my career was spent working in medical affairs, clinical trials, and drug safety. I spent many many years in drug safety writing drug safety reports and reviewing the medical literature to look for drug safety, is- drug safety issues. I will say, unfortunately, I have seen many ugly sides of the pharmaceutical industry, which I won't get into right now, but I will also say that I am very grateful to God for those opportunities to help provide for my family in the- with those jobs. 
when it comes to health, my health beliefs have completely changed. When I was younger, I thought that health was mostly due to chance. I thought that when you're sick, you go to the doctor, you do what the doctor says, and hopefully you get better. I didn't believe that food or lifestyle changes or anything that we could do, I, I really didn't think there was much we could do to improve our health. When I, after I had my first child, I started having health issues and that's when I started doing a lot of research and deep dives into natural remedies. And I really, I, I really started to have a fascination with plants and essential oils and just foods that were created by God for our enjoyment and our healing. In 2014, I, had, I started having issues with my skin. And in 2019, I had a, a pretty bad skin flare. I, I just had really inflamed, itchy, red hands. And on the worst days, I also had rashes on my arms and on my neck, in my armpits, on my foot and my face. And through that experience, I learned even more about natural remedies. And throughout this journey, I started to look at the look at health in a more holistic way. And this past year, I, I had another skin flare. My hands were just very itchy and inflamed and it hurt to open drawers of food. I didn't wash the dishes for two months and it just it was just very painful for a while. I think this time around with this skin flare this year, God was teaching me something new. Like I said in the past, I started falling in love with his natural remedies, but this time around I feel like God was saying, you know, you're falling in love with these things that I've created for your healing, but also remember that I'm I'm here for you too. I created those things and you can go to to me for help. So ultimately, I feel like he was reminding me or teaching me four lessons that the Bible teaches about health and healing. So that's mainly what I wanted to talk today about. So lesson number one, the first lesson we can learn from the Bible about health and healing. The first lesson is this, we need to ask God for healing and wisdom. And when we ask, we need to ask with faith. James 1, 5 through 8 sounds, says that, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generous, generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the, of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. I think that the church is really good about asking for healing, but... We don't always ask about wisdom on what practitioners to see, what treatments to say yes to, what foods we should eat, and what lifestyle changes to make. I did a little study on Joshua in the Bible, and I'm wondering, what do you think of when you think of Joshua in the Bible? When I was doing my research, I found that he was a divine warrior. He was the greatest leader of all time, and he was a man of faith. But if you look in Joshua 9, Joshua 9.14 says, So the men took some of their provisions, but did not ask counsel from the Lord. If you read the whole story, you'll see that Joshua was deceived by the Gibeonites, this man of faith and great leader. 
he was deceived because he did not ask counsel from the Lord. And unfortunately, the Bible says we it refers to us as, sh as sheep and talks about how we go astray. Unfortunately, I think it's so easy for us to be deceived if we're not close to the Lord, if, we, if we're not asking him for his counsel on a daily basis. That's why I really want to encourage you to seek God's wisdom for your health and for your whole life, really. A friend of mine was telling me a story about how she had fibromyalgia and she was having really bad pain and she cried out to God and she said, God, please, please, please just give me wisdom. And she said that the very next day, God showed her fasting. So she started eating once a day and then she said that the pain was greatly diminished. So I just want to encourage you, ask God for wisdom on how to deal with your, your health issues. And when you ask, ask with faith. If you look through the New Testament, you'll see so many stories of people being healed. And Jesus would say to some of them, or a lot of them, he would say, your, your faith has made you well. I just want to say here that I don't want anyone to have shame and feel like you think that God's not healing you because you don't have enough faith. The truth is, is that none of us have enough faith. But the beautiful thing is that we can ask God for more faith. You know, sometimes we just have to trust God and do what the Bible says. This leads me to lesson number two. We need to trust God with everything, including our health. Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8 says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green, and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. To me, this is just such a beautiful word picture of health. When we trust in God, when we are close to Him, He takes our cares from us, our leaves will remain green. You know, if we imagine that we're a tree and we don't cease to bear fruit. I could really see that with this past flare this year, I could see my lack of trust in, in God. I could really see like, I would wake up in the morning with bloody hands and I would get angry and then my hands would hurt more Later in the day, I would get angry at my kids and I would yell and then my hands would hurt more. I just, it was like this anger, stress, inflammation cycle. And a lot of people say that anger is a secondary emotion. And oftentimes when I get angry, it's like a cover up for the fear that I have or the anxiety, like the fear that my hands won't get better or just the stress of maybe my kids not listening or just you know, getting triggered and that would make my hands get worse. And I feel like God was saying to me things like, will you trust me? You don't, you don't have to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. Everything has to go through my hands first. I know that you think that the world is crazy and you're scared for your kids, but will you, will you lay those fears down? Will you trust in me? So I really feel like with this with the skin flare this time, God was showing me that my a lot of the issues that I have with my skin are, are due to 
the stress that I have or due to the lack of trust that I have in him. I think maybe in 2019, it had a lot to do with my, my body and it needed to be, to be detoxed. But this time around, like I was saying, God was showing me my lack of trust in him and just the relationship that I had with my kids and other people. And he was showing me even more how everything is connected. Before I go on to the next lesson, I just wanted to bring up 2 Corinthians 12, verses 7 through 10. So to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. This is Paul talking about how he had a thorn in his flesh. He pleaded with God to take it away, but God did not take it away. He said that my grace is sufficient for you. And Paul ultimately says that he will boast gladly of his weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I bring this up because I know that some of you Christians out there, you've been ridiculed or just you people have made you feel so bad for struggling with anxiety or depression or other mental health disorders or just any kind of struggle people have have ridiculed you and I just think that's so sad and it, it says right here that Paul struggled with something we don't know what it is it says it was a thorn in his flesh it could have been some kind of physical condition or who knows it could have been anxiety it, the Bible doesn't say what it was but Paul this great leader once again in the Bible he struggled with he struggled with something and God didn't take it away God said my grace is sufficient for you and that's the mystery of it here it's it says that when I am weak then I am strong so God uses the people that are weak he uses people that humbly go to him that's the people that God uses and I, I'm bringing this up because I don't want you to feel like if you're struggling you're less of a Christian or you're not a Christian or you can't be used by God. Really, it's the opposite. God uses the people that struggle, the people that are weak. So that's lesson number two. We need to trust God with everything, including our health. Lesson number three is we need to take action. In 2 Kings chapter 5, Naaman had leprosy and he was told to dip in the Jordan seven times. He didn't, for whatever reason, he didn't like the Jordan River. He wanted to, he complained about the Jordan. He wanted to dip in other bodies of water. He, it seemed like he wanted something more convenient and fast and something that wasn't strange to him, I think. That's just my opinion. I think that we sometimes act like Naaman. We know what we have to do. Our God has told us what to do. We know exactly how to improve our health, but we don't do it. Maybe it's because 
we're scared and we don't even want to try because what if it doesn't work? Maybe we don't put our health as a priority because we just want something fast and more convenient. Whatever the reason is for not taking action, I really want to encourage you to ask the Holy Spirit for help. We can, we can pray and we can ask God for help, but God also wants to take action as well. So that's lesson number three, take action. And the last lesson is God is our healer. As I was saying before, throughout my health journey, I really learned about natural remedies and I fell in love with them. But this time around, God was showing me that, that he's the source, the true source of lasting healing. He just loves us so much. I think it's easy for us that have grown up in the church to, to forget about these things and to become desensitized to the fact that Jesus was placed in a manger, which is a feeding trough. I know I didn't put my babies in a feeding trough, but here he is, the king of the world, placed in a feeding trough. Jesus came riding in on a donkey instead of some fancy ride, whatever that was back in the day. He came riding in on a donkey. He was spit on. He was ridiculed. He was tortured. He died for us. Let's not become desensitized to that. And the same humble, beautiful God He's supernatural. He's the creator of heaven and earth. He created your body. He knows how many hairs you have on your head. He was born of a virgin. He rose from the dead. He's alive today. So when you have strange or bothersome symptoms, run to God first. Don't just run to the doctors first. I'm not saying I'm not saying that you shouldn't go to the doctors. And I'm not saying that they're always wrong, but Run to God first because he created you. He knows infinitely more than those doctors ever will. And he's right there to help you. So to recap, those are four lessons that we can learn from the Bible about health and healing. Number one, we need to ask God for healing and wisdom. And when we ask, we need to ask with faith. Lesson number two, we need to trust God with everything, including our health. Lesson number three, we need to take action. And lesson number four, we need to remember that God is our healer. I would just want to leave you with one last verse, one last passage. This is John 5, 2 through 9. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool in Aramaic called Bethesda, which has five roofed colonnades. In these lay a multitude of invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been an invalid for 38 years, when Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been there a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be healed? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, and while I am going, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Get up, take up your bed and walk. And at once the man was healed, and he took up his bed and walked. When I read this passage earlier this year, I thought to myself, why did God have to ask the man if he wanted to be healed? Doesn't everyone want to be healed? And then I thought to myself for, for a while, for a couple of weeks, and I realized that oftentimes we think that we know what we need. We think that we have all the answers already. And so 
sometimes we just don't ask God or we get distracted and we just go about our days and like I said we, we don't ask God and the beautiful thing one of the beautiful things about God is that he doesn't force force things on us he doesn't say you have to do this this way he doesn't if we're not ready for something he won't bring down the hammer and force us to do something he gently knocks at the door and asks us questions like do you want to be healed I have three kids and I know that as they get older I won't be able to force my opinions on them I won't be able to force my resources on them and like I was saying it's the same thing with God he doesn't force things on us which is so beautiful he could have made us into robots he could have just he, he can just snap his fingers or look at someone or speak something to existence but he's just so gentle and he values our freedom so he so if we're not willing to go to him for certain things he won't force it on us he won't force healing healing on us or he won't force an answer on us he won't say you have to go this way and as I was saying before when it came to Paul and the thorn in his flesh sometimes he won't heal us the way that we expect him to or the way that we want to be healed but either way he wants us to go to him his grace is sufficient for us and he'll comfort us through the trials through the pain through the suffering I know for myself I still struggle with anxiety and with depression with anger my skin is doing a lot better now who knows about the future but God's grace is sufficient as I look back at my life I've seen him do such amazing things and it wasn't always easy and I'm not perfect and you're not perfect I think sometimes we just need to realize that we're a work in progress we miss the mark so many times and that's the reason why God died for us because he knew that we would need a savior he knew that we would mess up so once again I don't want anyone to feel like feel condemned to condemn themselves or listen to anyone who's trying to say that you should be further along or you shouldn't struggle with this or how can you be a Christian if you if you struggle with this because that's not the truth there are so many passages in the Bible with people that struggle with something and Paul's one of them he had a thorn in his flesh and God didn't take it away but like I said a few times already God's grace is sufficient for us and for me God is healing me I know that he's healing me and he will continue to heal me from the inside out until I get to be with him in heaven I'm so glad that you took the time to listen today if you like what you heard, will you leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can reach more people? And if you want to connect with me, go to HerHolistic.com. Before you go, I want to leave you with one of my favorite passages from Matthew 29. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. 
for you. It's easy and nice.